CC Sabathia edition, the Bay Area legend, Vallejo native. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Moreland. Sam, we had a fun weekend out here in California. We did. I'm going to test your knowledge still, even though I know you just looked it up, because this is take two of the podcast since you messed up the first one. Where did CC Sabathia go to high school? Vallejo. Where did Jimmy Rollins go to high school? Ensenal. Dontre Willis. Ensenal. Barry Bonds. He was at Sarah. What about Ricky Henderson? You know where he went to high school? Ricky Henderson was at um, Oakland Tech. Very good. Will Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain was McClyman's. Wow, I'm impressed. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Foothill? I'm just kidding. He went to Sarah. Wow. I wanted to throw you off. Wow, you're pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Where does Eli Brickhandler go to high school? Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, he's pretty good too, huh? Yeah, he is. Eli is a pretty dang good quarterback. One of the many star showings we saw over the weekend from the Winter Circle Athletics Champions League. Say Eli Brickhandler is freaking ridiculous, I think is the right way to put it. That was one of the best performances I've ever seen. He put up big numbers and a big performance. And also, don't forget again, this league, this travel ball league they're playing in Southern California that they've done for the last five weeks now the postseason coming up. Ten-minute running clocks for each quarter. You're maybe getting the ball tops twice per quarter maybe if you're lucky a lot of times it's once per quarter one possession there the clock's kind of running but Eli Brickhandler man oh man the thing he did there be sure to check out all the recaps we had photos takeaways everything up at westcoastpreps.com but Eli Brickhandler was the star of the show from any game that I saw there over the weekend down there in the LA region Eli was just he was the star he continues to make plays. He had over 300 all-purpose yards and exclusive speeds, 35-7 to win. In the Battle of the Bay Area matchup pretty much against the West Coast Islanders, he completed 15 of 19 passes for 243 yards and four touchdowns, had 60 rushing yards on 10 carries. Some of these plays he made too. He was eluding defenders. He was rolling out, making crisp throws. One play at the end too. No joke. He runs to the right sideline, okay? He stops there at the sign for a second. We're like, did he just give up on the play near the end? Just thinking, is he just giving up? Is he just running the clock out? What's going on? He just stood there. All of a sudden, nope, Azari Brown. We're running towards the end zone. Eli just stops for a second or two, throws it up to him. Nice long touchdown pass. Yeah, I was watching you know, your tweets. You are tweeting on West Coast Preps Twitter out there, and then you were posting a bunch of videos. I saw that video. I think you posted that one on Twitter. Crazy. Eli Brickhandler, I text you as you were going through USC. He needs that offer. USC, I'm telling you. He could develop into a USC quarterback. I could see it. He deserves, he deserves a chance at an FBS school. Though. He's, he's going to get that opportunity without a doubt. Eli Brickhandler is an amazing talent. 15-19, 243 yards and four touchdowns, and then 60 rush yards in 10-minute running quarters. That's insane. Eli Brickhandler was already an athlete of the week and our first ever athlete of the week another great performance this week as he has had every week since joining the exclusive speed team yes he has because you mentioned that first athlete of the week honor he had there after week number two is actually his first week down there in the travel ball circuit too also crazy windy in the bay area right now all of a sudden as we're recording this you're just hearing wild wind unbelievable eli burkana would still throw dimes in that window honestly oh without a doubt yeah but you look at it week number two there are 10 passes 10 completions i should say for 183 yards and three touchdowns had that heroic game-winning drive, also a rushing score that game. He's a part of every touchdown when they won 27-21. You were there for that that diving play on fourth down, then that touchdown pass in the final seconds to win that game. 
and you've seen it recently he just keeps getting more film his stock keeps growing people keep pointing out who Eli Brickhandle is up there at Pittsburgh his first two division one offers have just rolled in the last couple weeks he got Presbyterian then the University of San Diego yeah and I see multiple uh, division one offers continue rolling in for his this kid you see the performance last week alone I guarantee you he gets another one here in the next one or two weeks at least one more he should because you know his character off the field stuff is intangible he's just a winner plain and simple because what he's done in the past when he was at Whitney High School in Rock we've mentioned it before but the year before he was a starter they were 0-10 here he comes in as a starter as a junior at Whitney High School they win seven games go 7-7 they're runners up in the Sac Joaquin section championship game he had over 3,000 yards offensively over 2,200 passing yards nearly 800 rushing yards that season as well but he's just a winner plain and simple there's no other way to put it and he's just he's got that it factor indeed and i'm excited to see what he does in their playoff we're waiting for wca to give us exact information on what is exactly happening schedules will come out but we will definitely keep everyone in tune for what happens with playoffs and another team that will definitely perform well in the playoffs is cal strength as they had another incredible game routing platinum and just complete domination 40 to 6 on saturday yes they did yeah they finished that regular season four and one they had that loss to oc elite the week prior but oc elite team that went undefeated they were one of the best teams at wca their cal strength was as well they lost that by one position in overtime cal strength bounces back crushes platinum by 34 points they first four turnovers had three interceptions two defensive touchdowns one of those a fumble covered in the end zone by Amador Valley sophomore Brady Nassar. They made it 18 to nothing in the first half, and the other was a pick six for Montevista linebacker Josh Sizing, who's actually been highlighted on the site, one of our first stories there from Montevista, that senior linebacker with some offers. He made that a 38 to nothing ball game. Other turnovers, Zadorian Nardi intercepted two passes, the San Ramon Valley junior defensive back, and it was their third time in the past four games that Cal Strength allowed less than 10 points. Yeah, and the other game that they didn't allow 10 points was because of the overtime game. It was tied at 7 going into overtime, and then they allowed the two touchdowns in overtime, and they start the ball at the 10-yard line. And you certainly cannot fault them for giving up two touchdowns from the 10-yard line. So Cal Strength's defense has been the story of their team, along with their crazy two quarterbacks who are insanely talented and the wide receiver core that's super deep. As a couple weeks ago, they had 10 guys catch a pass. Yes, they did. They're really deep. We're going to go more into that receiver talent here in a minute, but their quarterbacks, as you mentioned as well, Jack Quigley had another big game. Division one offer from William & Mary, a great junior quarterback. Dylan Devitt from Montevista, another class of 2022 quarterback. He's going to be a star for the Mustangs when their season eventually rolls around there up in Alamo. But some other stuff we saw, Iron Sharpens Iron, they did lose that game, finished the regular season 3-2, and two, but... Penny Calfuzzi and Antonio Henry, that connection was solid there in their 21-14 loss to Southwest. Calfuzzi, the Grant senior quarterback, and Henry, the Yuba City senior receiver, connected throughout the day. Henry caught three of Calfuzzi's five completions for 89 yards in the touchdown. He also had a 76-yard scoring grab early on that nodded things up at 7-7. Seven yeah, and there's a little bit of controversy there at the end of the game, too, with a last-second touchdown catch. You were there, obviously. I'd like your analytics or analyst on was that a touchdown or not. The video is also on Twitter. It is. You can see that final play, but he did get in. Yeah, that's, that's when I saw it, it looked like he was in. 
Yeah, that was a touchdown. Was if a he call. had the ball in his the other arm, it looked like he might not have got in because I think he had the ball in his left he arm. Did. He right? was good. He crossed that. The ref was right there too. She made a really good call there as well. But that was the right ruling at the end to give Southwest that win as time expired. But that was another crazy game. Yeah. They've been a part of some insane games. There has been insane games all throughout the Champion League put on by WCA. It's been a really fun league. Five weeks of insane action, and we get one more week of playoffs here at the end. Insane talent all throughout the Bay Area. Bay Area has gone up there and shown out, though, competing in every game, just feeling the fire more of NorCal versus SoCal, who's better. Obviously, we're going to say Bay Area and NorCal is better than SoCal. We're going to shout out all the SoCal kids that have you know, followed us throughout this. Sorry, we're going to go NorCal right now. At least I'm going NorCal. Chris seems to disagree. Are you really? On Southern the California on the Bay West Coast Bay. Preps podcast. Southern, the whole West Coast is loaded is what we got to say. Wow. Wow. Southern California is loaded too. I'm, they've had some of the best teams I've ever seen. I just said football. Pitt is you know, state title winner, so obviously NorCal. Yeah, it was your GMT guarantee. That's right. That's right. They're going to get one here in the next three years. GMT guarantee. One of the next three years. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what Jaden Rashad or she lands that 2023 class. That 2023 class. Yep. That's the class. Unfortunately, I don't feel like Eli, he's not going to get the chance to go to the state title with playoffs being removed this year. But Jaden Rashad will get that opportunity, I believe. 2023 is the year. 2023 is the year for Pittsburgh, it sounds like, from Greg. There's his prediction. But before we move on to our next topic, you talk about that talent we have in the Bay Area. That receiver spot is ridiculous. Receivers from across the Bay Area just showed out there over the weekend. You look at Pittsburgh senior Matthew Casada. He was Freedom's leading receiver last year, 853 yards, multiple touchdowns. Now he's at Pittsburgh. Eli Calstrength with two catches for 89 yards. He also had an 81-yard catch sprinkle in there. It was his best performance of the WCA Champions League. I saw a couple teammates were upset that he didn't get that in the end zone. Obviously, I didn't see the play, but I saw a couple tweets out there saying that uh, he should have got that in the end zone. Do you agree with them, Chris? Kind of slowed down. Wow. You got to run through run through the end zone, you know? You do. I mean, Matthew Casada's speed's in question. I'm just kidding. Honestly, <laughs> that DB was really fast. I don't know if a lot of people would have scored on that. All right, fair enough, it, fair it enough. Was, I mean, that was a long play on the screen. That corner, though, I swear to you, ran, runs on the four fours. All right, fair enough. Casada's quite pretty quick, though, too. So. He is, he is. I mean, that was one of those plays, but I mean, he still got 81 yards out of it. He won 40 to 6, but yeah, he's yeah. going to... He's no one's complaining. It. No, he's going to hear it from his teammates for him a little bit. We saw that yeah. on Twitter. Everybody's like, what are you doing? It was like when Amarion McCoy dropped a pick. Oh, yes. He heard some stuff there, too, from his teammates. But, yeah. you know, he made a great play, the pass breakup. Now he's got to catch that ball. That was the fourth down. I mean, they still got the stop. You got to catch there. that ball. It looks bad on you film. You want to say something to Pooh right there? You want you want to call him out? I don't know. He's, he's always talking trash, he's, you know, and then he drops the pick. You can't be dropping the he's picks and talk some, to trash. He's always wearing some fun outfits, too. Remember, he pulled up with the glasses on yeah, the last they, workout we saw him yellow glasses with the yellow hoodie. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. Well, I mean, his one of his trainers, one of his coaches, Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr., pulled up in a Jordan... I don't even know what to call it. Jacket. Swaggy. Swaggy E. Swaggy E. Oh, God. No. Never Cue mind. the Sam we're, Smith music. We're moving on. We're moving on. Sam Smith, here we go. Shout out Skylar Thomas for the Sam Smith music. Yes, yeah, we will shout him out for that. Not really. That music's terrible. Oh, wow. Sam wow. Smith, but. 
You're calling out a lot of people. A lot of people listen to Sam Smith, Chris. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for y'all. Anyways, we're still talking about Matthew as well. And this, he was one of the six Cal strength players to catch a pass and one of three players to pass 25 yards, including Montevista's junior again, Cole Basia, as he had four catches for 33 yards. And then Montevista junior tight end Jack Andrews had three receptions for 28 yards and also a touchdown. We've talked about that receiving core multiple times. It's deep and loaded throughout. Yes, it is. I mean, you mentioned it too couple weeks ago when I was there as well 10 players catching a pass they just they run such a crisp offense they have so much talent across the board you see why they're four and one an exclusive speed receiving core really had a great game he had seven players catch passes saw Zari Brown kid who's on their team from Denmark Georgia actually kind of funny but he's playing for exclusive speed he's got the connection there he had a team height 68 yards on four catches his offer list has kept going up he's got Birmingham prep Clark the Georgia Knights Prep Academy. I know some of you have probably seen them. They offered Jerome Leagues from Vacaville Christian about a month or so ago, I want to say, the Northeast Georgia Prep. And he recently got his first Division One offer from Presbyterian. And you've also got Khaled Robinson from Antica, 60 yards on four catches. His third time in the last four weeks, he's got 40-plus yards receiving. He's really picking that up as well. He's consistent. Uh, he's probably one of the best receivers on that team, as it's a loaded list. But... Khalid is definitely up there, a part of the best receivers in this whole league, maybe. I mean, you saw the shiftiness he had on that, that big catch and run um, last week as well. He's consistently always there, consistently making catches, great hands, always doing great things. And then the next guy, everyone knows about this guy, Jerion Dickey, Valley Christian sophomore with multiple Big-time offers, Arizona State, Arkansas, California, Oregon State, San Jose State, and he had 37 yards on two receptions. And then Northgate senior Andrew Daigle had his best performance of the season, occurred on Saturday, coming up with a pair of important grabs on the day when he registered 35 yards receiving his best day on the season. He's a hard worker as well. Big-time receivers all throughout all of these teams. Even Jonah, you could throw him in there. He's played a lot of receiver over this uh, season as well. Go up and down the list of Bay Area athletes, especially at the receiver position, it's loaded. Yeah, and you mentioned Northgate senior Andrew Daigle. I mean, that that was such a great effort he had there over the weekends. He just came with a couple of big catches. He had an important grab there near the end of the first half as well. But an 18-yard catch, a 17-yard catch in there, we've seen him throughout. He's such a hard worker. He's got great character. He's Kind of a leader by example, a lot of ways, and you've seen that it really paid off for him there Saturday. Hopefully, getting some more good film for him there, but that receiver spot's loaded. Then the postseason, we'll have more information coming out soon. We were told before we got on the podcast they're actually finishing up the brackets right now, but we'll get all those details out to you guys soon once they send those over. Yeah, the what it sounds like right now is bracket A is going to play bracket B, and it'll just be one final game down in SoCal on the same field. So I'm excited. We get one more game to see all these Bay Area athletes perform one more time before we get the second season put on my Champions League and who knows, maybe in some high school season coming up here as well. Perhaps. Yeah, very, very true. But we got some exciting news to announce as well. I'm sure you all saw on social media there on Monday. After the month is coming out. On Wednesday. Yes, it is. And as you guys saw, that little post with a little preview there. First story coming out Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. Some really good candidates for athlete of the month. That's going to be a fun one. Be sure to stay tuned for that at westcoastpreps.com. I don't know. 
Anyone got any suggestions, any ideas who you all think should be the best? Comment on there. Who do you think should be our first athlete of the month? We kind of already have it decided. We're not going to tell you because we're going to be fun and sneaky like that. But, hey, let us know what you think. Maybe you can convince us differently. I mean, Chris, I mean, you could write a story up pretty quickly, I think, right? I could. Uh, you could definitely change your mind, hey? I, I could. And if you want to sprinkle in some free food for me, too, go ahead. Okay, now, you're, now you're bribing these high school kids to bribe you. I'm just wow. kidding. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. We already know who it is. I'm sure a lot of you could probably predict who it is, but you'll find out soon. Let's just say that was a phenomenal month that this particular student athlete produced. Indeed. But we do have Athlete of the Week that came out today. On Tuesday, our athlete of the week is San Ramon Valley junior defensive back Zadorian Nardi. Check out that story at westcoastpreps.com. He had two interceptions in Cal Strength's 40 to 6 victory over Platinum on Saturday. Got them their fourth win in five games before the postseason rolls around, but got a heck of an effort for him. And wherever the ball was, he found it. Yeah, and he's he's been playing well uh, throughout this excuse me, throughout the whole season, Zadorian Nardi is Athlete of the Week for West Coast Preps. Like you said, two interceptions. He's been locked down all season long, and he's been an anchor of that defense that's performed well, as we talked about earlier in this podcast. Been one of the main guys and the main guys that are just completely balling out on that team. This whole team deserves an offer. I think, honestly, a college should just take this team and then transfer it to, to their program because they're that good of a team. Which conference would they win? Um, I think they could take down San Jose State. Okay. G- new, give them a couple of years. They could take down the San Jose Mountain State. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just make Cal Strength College and they join the Mountain West, and there you go. Well, there's an idea for those coaches. Hey, there you go. Hey, you're welcome. And, and hey, and you know, if you want us to cover Cal Strength College, we'll, we'll definitely be there. Yes, we'll be there. We'll be the first ones there in attendance. You say kickoff is at noon, we're there at 4 a.m. That's uh, I don't wake. I'm just going to sleep at 4 a.m. So yeah, you are. You're right. you, you <laughs> got a different sleep schedule. Yeah, th- that's why it works. You go to sleep early. I go to sleep late. You wake up early. I wake up at yes. whatever I wake up. A little after nine o'clock hits, and I'm starting to feel it. <sighs> yeah. See, a little after nine o'clock a.m. is when I'm starting to wake up. So, and you're up like for three hours already. Yeah, I've already been up for three, three and a half hours at that point. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a different thing, but. You know what? There was some fun stuff over the weekend, too. Clay Thompson. Reporter Clay. Yes, Reporter Clay. He's he's phenomenal. He just called out Rodney Magruder. Yeah. He got some... Him and Draymond got some backlash for for doing that, though. But, I mean, this the NBA. It's trash talk central on that court. He just brought it to the reporter's side. But, I mean, you expect anything different from Clay? He hasn't been on the basketball court in a long time. He wants to talk some trash. I mean, Roddy Magruder, what has he done in the league? He's got a, he's got a point. I didn't really know who Roddy Magruder was until until Clay mentioned his name. I mean, if I'm being really honest. Have so, you never heard of Roddy Magruder? No. No. Who is he? Do I should I know him? Is there a reason to know him? Google him. Why would I Google that? That's probably what he would say. Honestly, usually when you're not that good, you say Google me. I mean, Conor McGregor. You know, he's. I didn't Google him, although he just got his uh, KO'd again. It's not very good anymore. Washed. Yeah. Yeah. Conor McGregor's washed. Kind of like Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Kind of like Rodney Magruder. 
Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, so I'm oh, not sure how you hey, get that, to that. That NFC Championship was locked. Did you not just see the Monday motivation quote that I posted yesterday? I know you liked that Tom Brady quote. No, I didn't. Uh, everyone else did, so it had many many likes and retweets. So apparently Tom you're Brady. you're a Tom Brady hater, just like Mr. Coach Eric Washington I Jr. I am, yes, for good reason. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Devonte Adams and the Packers were hosed. You guys are biased. I love Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers, both Cali kids, but so is Tom Brady, also a Cali kid. I don't think they were hosed. They if were. any, if anyone got hosed, it was Tom Brady because Mike Evans doesn't know how to play football. Apparently, he decides to just give up on the ball. He's too used to Tampa weather. He's not used to playing in the cold. That's the issue, I think. That was the issue. That's the issue with Mike Evans. He's not tough. Not tough like Devontae. And not many are. Actually, no. not many are. Yeah, see? I'm not wrong in saying that. But, but yeah, we've got the Super Bowl coming up, too. We do. I have something I want to say, though. It's about a Bay Area legend. Someone who's Bay Area legend not only in high school when he went to Sarah, but also in Major League Baseball. This dude is the home run king, the greatest hitter to ever play in the history of baseball. Not only the greatest hitter ever play in the history of baseball, he's the greatest baseball player to ever grace a baseball field in the history of mankind. And the fact that he's been on the ballot of the Hall of Fame for nine years now, and he has not made the Hall of Fame, I don't care what you think about his character or how he hated the press or anything like that, He's a good dude who does a lot of stuff now. I don't know why you're on the phone. I know it's fake. You're not calling anyone. I saw the screen open. I still see the screen open. Barry Bonds deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So what were you saying? I kind of tuned you out. Yeah, Barry Bonds deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He's the greatest baseball player to ever touch a baseball field. And the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame, the fact that he's not being celebrated as one of the best players in the history of baseball, despite what you think of what happened on or off the field, he is still one of the best baseball players in the history of baseball. And him and Roger Clemens deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, without a doubt, because they're two people that are the greatest players in history. That's my rant for the day. Barry Bonds played for the Giants. He's automatically disqualified. Yeah, didn't we just talk about how the A's are the worst franchise in baseball right now? I don't. Where's Matt Chapman going to go? Call this? the A's a franchise? Tr- see, they're way too respectful. Exactly. They're not even a team. Didn't they get rid of Billy Bean too? No, he's there. I thought he quit no, or no, something. No, 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 no. There was rumors that he could leave. He should. He should. Remember Moneyball? How he got that big offer to go to the Red Sox? He should have taken it. Billy Bean still needs to go take that job. He can come over to the Giants actually and help them out. Yeah, that, that Marcus Simeon offer still puzzles me. And yes, Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Though. Thank we'll you. What about Roger Clemens? Yeah, put him in. I mean, it's ridiculous. How are you Roger. just going to shun a, a whole decade of baseball? But then you're going to pick and choose who gets to go from that era of baseball. I mean, everyone was doing steroids back then. Whether you think it's right, whether you think it's wrong, everyone was doing it. You can't just shun an era of baseball and be like, oh, well, he was a nice guy, so he gets to go in. No, that's not how that works. The Baseball Writers Association of Absolute Bull (laughs) needs to go figure out themselves. And why are you putting no one in? In 2021, the class of 2021 has no one. I think everybody's ridiculous. Greg's hand motions as he goes on this rant. 
Right hand's going up, it's going left, it's going right, it's going up. Well, it's absolutely ridiculous. They're just fooling themselves. They're like, oh, we're baseball writers, we're super cool, we get to decide who's in the Hall You know what? It's a celebration. It's not your Hall of Fame, it's the Baseball Hall of Fame. Knock it off. It's ridiculous. I'm happy. It really grinds my gears. Greg's gears are grinded. Pissed. I mean, Barry Bonds is my hero. He's the one. The reason I fell in love with sports and baseball. The fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame is an absolute shame. You know, it's like, does the A's even have a legend? It's like if Mark Kotze was Mark shunned. Mark Kotze? Why would he be in? <laughs> or Eric Chavez. Yeah, you got it. Chavez better. Or Miguel Tejada. Tejada. Yeah, Tejada's got to be in. That was a great sound effect that you had there. Do, 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 yeah, that's do. what they always used to do at the Coliseum. I used to be there 20 games a year. Why? That place is a dump. Yeah, I used to right. work there, and it's still a dump. No, the Coliseum is... I, I placed my greatness in that stadium, in that arena, and that stadium is a dump. Absolute dump. Best baseball stadium in the Bay Area, hands down. Granada Little League Baseball Stadium is better than that, where they hold the Little League World Series. It's a hundred times better than that. The Oakland Coliseum. So is the sewer system. Exactly. It needs to be torn down. Will it ever be torn down? Will the A's ever find a new stadium? Will the A's be in Oakland in ten years? Honestly, I hope not. I don't think they will. They might be moving to Vegas, right next to the they Raiders. Should. They should. Why not? It wouldn't be a bad place. Or Nashville. Nashville would be a good place for baseball to be. Another triple-A team there. Yeah. It's not a bad place to go. Just saying. Oakland go A's might, might be no Oakland baseball team. You know oh. why? Because the Giants run this town. This town? Yep. The Giants run the Bay. They run Cali, basically. Didn't the Dodgers just win the World Series? That one don't count. That one doesn't count? No, doesn't count. If the Giants would have won, you would have been like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're world champs, we're world champs, this well, and that. of course. I'm definitely biased. But the Dodgers, that doesn't count. They got lucky. They got lucky? Yeah, because the Rays don't know how to manage a baseball game. Kevin Cash is a terrible manager. Okay, that's it. We're, we're wrapping up no, this no, no, podcast. No, no, no. Kevin I Cash is I can't terrible. believe this. I can't believe this. What? And then they just traded the best pitcher in the American League? What a terrible franchise. Better than the A's, but still. I can't. You know what? What else? You know what? You got a Super Bowl prediction? Kansas City's winning. No, you're terrible. You can join Kevin Cash and Billy Bean and the Oakland A's as the terrible franchises in league history. Kansas City. Terrible. Tampa Bay. 24. Yeah, it's just a close game. I mean, that's all you could ask for is a good game, but you're totally wrong. But it's going to be Tom Brady's defense that's going to carry them. You want to do some prop bets here? What prop bets do you have? <sighs> What's, is it going to be heads or tails on the coin flip? Heads. That's what I was going to say, though. I don't like when we agree. It makes it hard to, you know, <laughs> the podcast is boring when we agree, but okay, heads. The funny part I is agree. you make all these disagreements, and afterward. You know, when we're off the air, you're like, yeah, that was Yeah, that see, was I, need, I need to start making my picks first. So that way, you know, you're the one that has to disagree with me. Um, therefore, I'm going to go Gatorade bath. After the game, the color is going to be blue. Blue Gatorade. No, I'm going yellow. Yellow? It's never yellow. It's, it's always blue or red it's or maybe orange. It's going to be yellow this time. I'm telling you, yellow. 
Wow, that that's you. You go to Vegas, you get yellow, and it hits. You're making some money, I think. Yeah, you are. Yellow's mm-hmm. never. I don't think I've ever seen a yellow bath. Well, you will now. What what other prop bets do we got? First touchdown. Who's scoring the first touchdown? Tyreek Hill. Mm, we go Tom Brady. QB rush. QB sneak right at the goal line. QB sneaks are money. Uh, he's never failed on a QB sneak, no, honestly. Uh, what else? What other prop bets do we got? Come on, Chris. You got to come up with something. Who forces the first turnover? No turnovers. No turnovers. No turnovers this game. Okay. Yeah, I think I think both quarterbacks are too good. There won't be any interceptions. No turnovers. Unless Mike Evans decides to stop playing football again. Well, yeah, that's possible too. Yeah. Um, I just had one in my head. We'll probably talk more about it on Thursday. What yeah, What's we'll. the podcast on Thursday? Do we have a guest this week? Working on it. This shows how much I'm in tune with what we do. I just show up and look pretty. That's all I need to do. Look pretty? Yep. What is this off to you? <laughs> What is this? You got black, blue, orange, white, and gray. Yeah, it's a good mix. Good mix of what? Colors. Don't worry. I'll, it's about to be all Tom Brady gear here in a minute. Oh, no. Wednesday for the Mr. EAJ workout. I was thinking about wearing a Tom Brady jersey. No, 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 We got the tryouts. Might as well show uh, some pride. Everyone go register for that tryout as well. EAJ Elite Club Team College Prep Tom Brady Jersey Worn by me, Mr. Gregory Morlantoon. I might get kicked off the field by our coach, as Mr. Should, coach Eric Washington should, Jr. Get kicked off for that. But you'll be kicked off too. Or you'll be stranded there because I'm probably driving, so I'll meet you there just for Wow. Just for that. Yeah, I, I'm not driving with you. I'm gonna bring my Patriots flag. Patriot Pride, San Mateo. I know Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr. loves that debate. San Mateo versus EPA. Where's your stance on that? EPA. But there's uh, multiple San Mateo guys. EPA. Interesting. All right, well. Look at all the talent coming out of EPA recently. That's ridiculous. What about historic, though? I mean, they have the great. They have the greatest player of all time out of San Mateo. Don't in two different. Yeah, I was gonna say they've got two of them. Yeah, Barry Bonds and Brady. Historically, you got to go San Mateo, but EPA recently. Fair enough. That's it. Taking the cake. I mean, yeah, you got Devontae Adams with 100 percent the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, but San Mateo's got the historic. Sorry, it's not even, not even really a debate yet. EPA needs a couple more. Historic guys, and I got one so far. Troy Franklin's coming up. I like I said, they're on the rise. They're on the rise. They're getting there. Yes, they are. But they're not there. Oh, they will be. They'll be proven wrong again. They got Devonte Adams, the only one right now. Can't with you anymore. We're wrapping this thing up. Greg is just gone. Ridiculous. Barry Bonds Hall of Fame. Pittsburgh State Champs. What else? GMT guarantee Tom Brady's going to win the whole thing again. Number seven. Tom Brady was the system. He's playing until 46. Wow. Okay, that's one heck of a prediction. Follow all of our content on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. Subscribe to our newsletter on our website. And follow all of our work at westcoastpreps.com. Because I'm gone. So long. So long.